Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony coming to you with another episode of the Karate Chronicles. Today is Friday, January 29th, I hope. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Sometimes I don't know. Legacy Edition. I'm here with my pop, Sensei Bobby Thomas. And I'm just going to throw the topic out there today, pop. Okay. I used to be super skeptical about wide stances. Like you see traditionally in like Shotokan or mm-hmm. Shitoryu. Mm-hmm. But when I look at martial artists who employ more boxing style footwork, mm-hmm. they do have success, but I think that these are people that are more athletically inclined or more athletically gifted. Mm-hmm. Let me show you what I mean. Mm-hmm. Lyoto Machida, okay. outstanding Shotokan stylist. Traditional wide stance, doesn't do a lot of head movement. But his understanding of distance is good because he's got that horse stance and he can throw with real power. Mm-hmm. Anderson Silva, uh, particularly long reach, mm-hmm. excellent footwork, excellent head movement. But I think he falls on the outlier end of athleticism. So I think if you had to teach a whole group of people martial arts, you'd be more inclined or I think it'd be more useful if you taught them with the wider, more traditional stance as opposed to a boxing stance, which I think requires more athleticism to employ. What do you think? I think, <clears throat> in my view, a box, whether you use a boxing stance or a wide stance, all depends on the situation you're in. Because you want to, uh, what did Muhammad Ali say? Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Right, right. You, go, you can't do too much floating if you if your feet are <laughs> five <laughs> five feet away. You see what I'm saying? Right. Five feet apart. So you have to be vers- uh, versatile. Do you want? Do you need to move, or are you just going to stand there and pug it out with somebody? Yeah, so if you have a wide stance and you're trying to you're trying to trade blows with somebody. You got to remember this. You don't know anything about that person. See, one person may say, oh, that's awfully wide stance. And the other person may say, oh, foot sweet. Right. <laughs> right. You see? right. So, so it's like having a, uh, I always use this analogy. You have to have a toolbox full of stuff mm-hmm. to do uh, uh, the right tool for the right job. So if you need, to, if for example... You need to step in and do a back fist <clears throat> and then fade back and do a side kick. Well, it's kind of difficult to do that if your feet are wide apart, you know. But if your feet are close together like a, a, a boxer stance, then you have versatility in your movement. You know, you can shuffle if you want to. You can, you can fade back if you want to. You can spin if you want to. But you can't do that with your feet wide apart. So, I, I definitely get that part. Mm-hmm. Um, my thinking, though, was if you took a sample group of a thousand people, mm-hmm. there are going to be some people that just aren't particularly physically um, extraordinary. And I don't mean like they're crazy athletic, but mm-hmm. you talk about stuff like a reach. I mean, as much as people <clears throat> don't think about it, mm-hmm. if you look at some of the top boxing champions, most yeah. of them had a longer than average reach. Right. That's not something that they control. Maybe there are some people that had the same skills, but they didn't have that extra two inches to be able to pull some of that stuff off. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali was 6'3", but had a slightly longer reach than somebody who's 6'3". Yeah. Um, Anderson Silva, exceptional reach for his for his height. John mm-hmm. Jones, mm-hmm. guy's only 6'4", but has the reach of a 7-footer. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
if you took a bunch of people, would you try to train them to fight more like the Anderson Silvers of the world or the Leota Machidas of the world, who I think, while not physically overwhelming, it's the result of hard training consistently. You don't have to, he's not particularly tall, particularly fast, particularly strong. Mm -hmm. He is those things through the training. But I'm thinking if you had an average group of people, I think it'd be difficult to try to teach them to fight like an Anderson Silva because that requires a different, it requires particular skill sets. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, the other Machida, horse dances. You know, like, I think you could train more people to fight like him or closer to him mm-hmm. than to fight like Anderson Silva. <clears throat> he's particularly quick. He yeah. has particularly good timing. Yeah. And he's got that long reach. Right. So Well, uh, like Coach told me, you have to make the art fit the person, not the person the art. Not the person who you, you know, maybe somebody else says, oh, you should stand like this. No. How are you comfortable, first of all? Right. You know, right. <clears throat> now, if you need to step to the side, let's say do a, 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 a inward block and a ridge hand. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, will that work for you if you're five foot five? You know. Right. Right. Uh, do you have to necessarily do that versus if you're a guy that's six foot two, six foot three, <laughs> when you can step to the side and back fist and gone. Right. You see what I'm right. Right. You know. So everything has to be catered to. The person on an individual basis. I just do do not believe you can get by that, because if you're teaching someone, um, hey, self defense, it has to be on their terms, the way they see it. Right from their perspective, from their perspective, for lack of a better yeah, word. For, from their perspective, as far as their reach goes. Right. You know, as far as their weight versus their opponent goes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it'd be nice to say he step to the side, and do a roundhouse kick, and follow it with a right cross. You know, but it'd be a little bit difficult, say, if your feet are wide. And then, again, depending on the situation, are you in a street fight or are you in a competition? Oh, I'm thinking fight. I'm thinking I'm thinking fight. Mm-hmm. And the reason I was well, thinking... fight in the ring or on the street? In the street, like self-defense. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And the oh, reason yeah. I think about, and I, the reason I'm making that distinction is, mm-hmm. when people have range or particular agility... I think they're more likely to use a jab to set up something else. Oh, yeah. Where if you're smaller, you're thinking, I got to hit him real in hard. You, right. in you, gotta, <clears throat> you have to finish them faster because mm-hmm. your options of evasion, your options of stick and move aren't quite right. there. So and that's why you have to be, uh, if you're uh, not a particularly tall person or big person, you have to be very, very versatile in your attack and defense. I mean, some stuff that's, that you wouldn't expect. You know, I mean, somebody... All of a sudden, drop you to the drop to the one knee and punch you in the thigh. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> you know. How was that dude name? There's a Kilkerson side name as a um, Andy Hugh. Uh-huh. Is it him or was it Mikey Bernard? Either way, they would throw a spinning hook kick to the outside of the thigh. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. leg check that. You no, know, when you throw a roundhouse kick, they raise their leg mm-hmm. and they catch it in the shin. Mm-hmm. No, that that no, he you... was coming right into the middle of the thigh, and that dude was mm-hmm. his thighs looked like this here. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I think that the reason I was thinking about the stance thing, and I'm not saying go super wide like those Shoten that you guys do, or Shito, or um, Shitoru, or even Shotokan sometimes. I don't mean necessarily going that wide. Okay. But recently, I've been finding myself more inclined to encourage people that way because they'll start throwing with more power. You can. I think that when you have a wider stance, I think if you can, can get them to commit their legs and their hips. Well, 
I think that you want to be able to generate power no matter how you're standing. True. You know, and that, that all comes from the way you pivot your hips, where you pivot that foot, a whole nine yards, you know, because if you're, if you're sitting here as close, as close as we are here, okay, or say we're standing, okay. and you can lean over and pow! <laughs> you didn't have to move anything. <laughs> you just, True. You know, you did your thing there, you know. But when you're standing, it's a whole new different story. You can't put a, you can't put a lock on anything. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Imagine a bowl of spaghetti. Where does it begin and where does it end? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you, you uh, oh, I think I'll, <laughs> oh, right, there so. it is. <laughs> you keep on pulling and keep on pulling. Right. You, never, <laughs> you never get to the end of it. You know. <laughs> yeah. So 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 everything really has to be catered to the person. Uh, on an individual basis, what what they're capable of doing, right? And we always think about when we're when we're teaching men, but we got to consider women too. You see, mm-hmm. and she may not have the weight that this guy has or this other woman has. You know, truth. But what is her nature? You know, uh, is it is it to grab somebody's hair or poke somebody in the eye? You know, yeah. is it to is it to scream or whatever the case may be? But whatever you do, it has to be weaponized. You have to weaponize that's, it. That's true. You know? What made me thinking about this also was I was thinking about one of the good things about the military is they're able to teach a large group of numerically average people. And they can get them to do certain skills mm-hmm. in a reasonable amount of time. You know, mm-hmm. They can get mm-hmm. you to do you know, all the stuff they teach you. Yeah. And so I was thinking, if you had to teach a thousand people... Would you be more inclined to teach them more of a of a tra- not, not not traditional? But I was thinking like I was trying to think of a way that if I had to teach a bunch of people who are absolutely average in every way, mm-hmm. would I try to teach them how to stick move, Bob? That takes more athleticism than most people have. Especially look at the kids we teach; mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. like. I was a kid. I spent all my time running around and getting dirty. And mm-hmm. as such, mm-hmm. I was way more athletically inclined than mm-hmm. they were. Yeah. yeah. So a lot more coordinated and all that. Hence, when you were teaching <clears throat> me the boxing stuff, I was, mm-hmm. you know, I had long arms. You know, I was mm-hmm. jabbing and doing all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas kids that don't have that familiarity with their own bodies, maybe that wouldn't work for them as well. You know? No, probably not. But you, what you have to do is, is you have to shape them. First of all, how to control their body. <laughs> Wait, that's, you that's, see? that's the hardest thing to do. Well, you see how it's working with the yeah? <laughs> left foot. Left. You don't get your goofy. You get... <laughs> yeah, you know, and I just said, this is your left foot. Right. Put your left foot back. He puts his right foot back. So, okay, so either he doesn't know his left from his right or he's not listening. You see? Yeah. And so either, so if he's not listening... Means that he's not engaged. Now that's a kid. Mm-hmm. Now in the military, you are engaged in every second of your class or whatever you're doing because you have people making sure that you are in, in, in your face. <laughs> right. You have people in your face. You know. Uh, uh, you know. You okay? This is how. You, this is how you twist. Wire, right? <laughs> you know, this how you shoes. do this. You know, uh, 
so why didn't why you go in the barracks and okay there's dust bunnies on the floor they'll come in and yell at you because obviously you didn't do a good enough job cleaning that floor right it's not about just cleaning the floor possibly you could left some materials laying around for the enemy to see that you were there right so that's yeah. that's the point behind that you know behind the military and i which i think is a good thing hey Get yeah. this stuff done now. Yeah. You know, this is how you do it. And I shouldn't have to tell you 1,500 times how to do it. Right. You know? Man, that's true. Yeah. So you have people with different thinking abilities. And then also, also too, coming into the military is very overwhelming. You know, when you had, I mean, it's a new environment for you. Right. And you have people yelling at you. And you can't do this. And you can't do that. And you got to stand up straight. You can't put your hands in your pocket. You, you know, and you, don't right. get caught picking your nose, you know, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. You know, yeah. you can't have candy in the, in the barracks. No, right. after, you know, so, it, it, so the martial arts is the same way. If you're talking about practical self-defense, that means you take all the traditional stuff and you put it in its place. Because tradition has no place in the street. Not like that. You know, yeah. Not like that. Not like that. Yeah. So yeah, so everything has to be catered, to my view, to the individual's right abilities. Yeah. And you know, it's weird because when I was thinking about like what you were saying, if you have some tiny person or a lady or even a kid mm-hmm. and like it's like I tell the kids, sometimes trading punches is not in your best interest. And the right. one thing I like about the traditional arts is that they have a focus on crossing that distance, getting mm-hmm. in, and getting out. Because maybe you just got to hit the guy once and run for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, too, when you know you're in a fight, your back is against the wall, whatever the case may be, or what you're fighting for, you're going to take it all the way to the, You're going to take it all the way. You know, there comes a time when you may have to just grab a palm heel and throw a good punch in there and punch boom 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 kick 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 you know and get out of there you know right but what you're fighting for makes all the difference and then you have skills to go along with that i think that's a very very dangerous <clears throat> combination you know someone is fighting to save their child or their parent Ooh. or their spouse Whew. or something like that yeah and they know how to kick or punch or both real well you know they know how to throw and all this kind of stuff you're asking for a very, very serious, serious hurt right there. Right. You know? That's for sure. Uh-huh. That's serious hurt right there. So, yeah. yeah. So, it all has to be catered to the to the, to the the individual. For example, you're standing, you're, you're opening up your car door. And here's someone um, approach you from your right. Well, can you do a sidekick from there? Can you do a spinning back fist and hit that person? You know, are you aware of the mirror may somehow get in your way yeah, right there? Yeah. If you have the door partially open, can you open that door to put between you and your opponent? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Those kinds of things that you have to look at. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I was thinking about, it's funny, some guy told, um, you look at the, one of the videos, the kids, and he goes, yeah. I karate stuff, that's what I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. let people be stupid. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the ranges that people fight in because yeah. they all have their balance. Like, people love boxing. Mm-hmm. It's a waste-up endeavor. You know, we both mm-hmm. love boxing. Mm-hmm. We're all about that. Mm-hmm. But if you can get to a person's legs or get a hold of them, you know, there's that. Muay Thai guys are respected for their toughness because they use elbows, knees, headbutts. Sure. Sure. But they have very much a stand-and-bang mentality. If you notice, they're not 
Well, traditional Muay Thai, before it started getting blended with the Western boxing, they yeah. didn't even punch that much. They threw elbows and, yeah. Yeah. you know. Uh, well, that's, that's, that's good for the, for the ring and all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, stand and bang, not, not, not necessarily good all the time. See, and that's my point. See? So I was looking at that. And I was looking at Kyokushin guys, mm-hmm. tough guys, skilled, mm-hmm. but in their competitions, you can't punch the closed fist to the face. So they they fight in a range where they can throw, they can kick to the face and knee, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I can't remember if they can elbow or not. I don't think they can elbow. Yeah. But you see them throwing these horrendous body punches mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But because they don't have to worry about their face from punches, the range they fight in is different. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, that's good. But if somebody can punch in the face, there's a problem there. Then I look at, uh, I've been watching uh, Karate Combat, where these guys are clearly from Shotokan, Shorenuru, Shitoryu. Mm-hmm. That WK, that weird kind of, not weird, that's not fair. That distance where they're kind of way out there and their hands are kind of low. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, mm, don't like well, that either. Because no, they don't, no. they're so wide, they don't combination punch as well as they could without exposing themselves. Right. But in a real self-defense situation... Like I was saying, if it's not in a person's best interest to fight, maybe that's the best way to get in, get in, get in, get out, and you know, and run for your life. Yeah, like yeah, you get in there, yeah. bam, kick the dude in the nuts yeah, and run yeah, for well, it. Yeah. You know, of course, why not? Why not? <laughs> if you get in there with an, uh, uh, a good thrusting jab and a shot to the stomach and a hook to the head, or a roundhouse kick to the to the legs or the body or a knee, yeah, it all has to be. So you can take all of those so-called different styles and all that kind of stuff, put them together and give that to, teach that to your, to your student who can master that, who can take that <clears> in. <throat> mm-hmm. And that fills up your, your, your toolbox. I can approach this way. I can approach that way. Right. I, I mean, mean, I can do that. That kind of versatility is definitely key. Yeah. I was just thinking like, if I had to teach a hundred people, mm-hmm. Of absolutely average physical skills, mm-hmm. would I teach them more along the boxing way, or would I teach them more along the traditional martial arts way? I would way teach them more along the. Of I would teach them more along the boxing way, because you have versatility in movement. You know, and somebody would be very, very, um, I think, very surprised if you say, "Oh, yeah, that guy, he 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 knows how to punch," so he throws a back fist, and all of a sudden, here's a he kicks you in the back of the head. Now, how surprising is that? <laughs> you know? True. You see? Or um, because you have to have <clears throat> your feet in a position to do that. You see? So if you do so, your back fist, you step in and do a heel hook. Catch the guy in the jaw. Ooh. That could be very surprising. Yeah. Or you do a back fist and, uh, and you step in and you hook. His leg and take him down to the ground. You know, also problematic. You got to have your feet in such a way where it can move. You still have balance no matter which way you move. Right. You know, but if your stance is a little wider, doesn't doesn't rotate so well. You True. So if you get them together, then you know. And you know, I, like I said, I wouldn't think to go full on super wide traditional stance, but mm-hmm. I think you'd have more options for your feet in yeah. terms of. Being able to choose distance, like if you have a straight up boxer stance, mm-hmm. throwing certain kicks in combination won't be as easy because you won't be generating power the same from the same distance. And if you're trying to stay away from someone, even well, don't well don't don't do that kick. Yeah, you that's see, true. You, you do. Yeah, you, you choose your weapons. You choose your weapons. You know, 
uh, is, is nothing more devastating than have somebody stomp on your foot oh, and then God. smack the heck out of you, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you show the kids over there. They've been trying to step on my feet. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying you to show know? them clinch work, and I just throw them. I'm like, yeah. you know, yeah. stomping on my feet, you little yeah. rat. I'm like, you know? definitely learn not yeah. from that. You know? It's like, ah. Oh. You know, a poke to the eye, a shot to the stomach, and a knee to the face. That's versatility, you know? But it'd be difficult to do that with a wide stance. So when you're talking about self-defense, this is a serious deal here because your life is on the line. So you don't have time to to say favor one thing over another. The situation will dictate what you do. If it calls for a wide stance, okay, get wide, okay, fine. You know, right. you try to shoot on your legs, you step back, you get wide, boom. Right, right. Okay? So now you're standing there and the person all of a sudden surprises you, you're walking, okay? So you're, yeah. you're walking, yeah. okay? So now this person surprises you, Hey, I gotta st uh, step in here so I can do this Siyanagi. Boom! Right. I can't do that with a wide stance. True. You know. So again, it all—it's—I know it sounds convoluted, but the situation will dictate what you do. True. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Now I was kind of thinking. Like I said, I was thinking if I had to teach a bunch of absolutely average people, I would—I would go to the boxing stance. Mm -hmm. yeah. I would go to boxing stance. See, That's and by. By natural inclination, I'm always like, and I tell the kids all the time, before mm -hmm. you think about hitting them, make sure they don't hit you. Exactly. So exactly. I'm definitely a fan of defense a million percent of mm -hmm. rocks. I told them, they throw 10 punches and you avoid all 10, you just won that fight because right. you haven't been hurt. That's right. That's right. That's um, right. That is right. So there's definitely, I mean, there's definitely something to that. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, also thinking for like the slightly wider stance. I think you'd be more, not necessarily. I think you defend takedowns better. Oh, yeah. And I oh, think yeah. you can, there's definitely some stuff. Okay, see now, you said takedown. Okay, now we have a wrestling situation. Okay, so you're going to, whatever wrestling you do, uh, judo, jiu-jitsu, okay, you can do that. Because you need that movement, you know. But if someone just throws a punch at you, uh, a wide stance, you, well, you want to get out of the way. You know, wide stance, nah, I don't think would help you very much. Yeah. You know? And I've seen that a lot of people that use wide stances, they they can lean back more because right. that distance is... Right, right. But you got to remember, you don't have time to waste. And you don't know what the other person knows. So you don't so. know what they know. And so as soon as it, soon as it happens, boom, you're on them. You're on them. Right. Done. Get it done and over with before it begins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know what they know, that this person could be... You know, on drugs or alcohol or just playing just angry, you know, just and you can't, you know, you can't reason with them. Right. It's not that you want to hurt them, but they put you in that position. Yeah. See, they put you in the position to do that, you know, and if the person, if people are reasonable, then stuff like that won't happen. You know, true. Yeah, that's, that's very true. I just. For some reason, I've been thinking a lot about stances and how, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I think I was kind of thinking of it, I was kind of thinking of it at the time in like absolutes. What would you teach if it had to be this all the time or this all of the time? And I, and I know it's not that way, but I was thinking. Right. I would, I would, okay, well then I would go with the boxing stance. Mm-hmm. Because you have maneuverability, you can move. 
You know, I think <laughs> in my inclination I'm the same way, but then again, having seen how uncoordinated the masses are now, mm-hmm. I'm thinking there's no way. <laughs> I've tried to teach people how to bob and weave, mm-hmm. and I was appalled at how difficult they were. Like, here's the rope. They're going, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're looking at the ground. They like, how do you expect to see what's happening? And common sense mm-hmm. stuff to us, right? Well, yeah. So, so I'm thinking if this is the new frightening norm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe they'd be better off not trying to learn how to do this right like don't don't teach them that teach them how to keep their hands up jab cross (laughs) jab cross jab cross (laughs) simple don't you know their arsenal smaller yeah yeah yeah. Uh, try to try to keep it dummy proof you know you know just keep keep it simple bang 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 that's it that's it. That's true. And I didn't think about you know, that. Just shorten yeah. the arsenal. Like, yeah, just shorten the arsenal. That's I mean, all. Boxing only has four punches. That's right. So if your hands are up and, you're in, and your opponent throws a, a, a right hook, boom, there's your block right there. Boom, boom. 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 You know, just keep it small. You know, and, that... and then once they get better with this, then you transfer down below and say, okay, after that, throw a right kick or a left kick. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's shockingly simple. <laughs> but some like, people are not that simple. Hey, you know, ain't that the truth. I've seen, simple, you know? I've seen some horrifying displays of non... Like, they just don't know how their body works. Like, you right. see, have you ever seen people right. run, but their knees don't come apart? Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. like, who taught you how to run? What the... Yeah. It's yeah. like, dude... You know. yeah. There's some things that are common sense that some people don't... For us, it's common sense. Because we've been doing this all our lives. But there's some people who just, there's some concepts they cannot get. That's all. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> everybody has to, has to, has to, you know, in their own little orbit, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like your house. You know your house better than your neighbor know your house. Right, you right, know? right. So, you know. Fair when, enough. So when you say, hey, go, go do that, where's that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, you, there you go. You know, it, yeah, that's, that's, that's all it is. That's the answer. It's, Choose your arsenal more wisely if mm-hmm. you have people that aren't particularly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. adept and, at. And also, too, you have to think about uh, leverage. In other words, you have a person who's not very tall. So if someone is tall or, or bigger than them, grabs them or something like that, what does that person do? They will do something different. Than what you would do, than what I would do, or that person there, because of the height differences, right? You know? Right. So yeah, so maybe a maybe a <clears throat> a wrist grab and a turn, or maybe a a, a scoop and a throw, right? You know? Or maybe just a pin and a punch. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that could be just as devastating as and, sure. and far less energy too. Efficiency, mm-hmm. yeah. Efficiency. So you don't don't want to waste time. You don't want to waste motion, and you don't want to waste energy. Right, right. You know because you want to outlast that person in case you in, in case it goes on. That's what I tell my kids. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know you're tired. Keep punching. Yeah, you know, I'm tired. I'm like, I know. Keep punching. So the older you get, the more treacherous you become. You know, because I'm not above putting my thumb in somebody's eye if I need to. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you're like, you know. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I prefer to. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. Boop. Right. Yeah. There. yeah. So, uh, so if someone, so if someone grabs you, you know, and all of a sudden you, bam, right in the eye, Ooh. you know, how oh. much energy does that take? Don't take more. Next to none. Next to none. But that's what you need to do sometimes. 
And also, too, you got to consider, well, what what weapon do I have? Can I can I use? I have an ink pen here. Okay, I have a, I don't know, what else you may have, you know, that right. you can use as a weapon. You know, somebody poking you in the forehead with an ink pen on <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> Especially with the ball when you hear that little clicking noise. Yeah. Like, man, yeah. click me in my forehead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ball, ballpoint pins for the rest of their lives, you know. Yeah. It'll give them, give them emotional problems. <laughs> you know? That's true. You know, I didn't think about the arsenal part. I was... Yeah. I just kind of got locked into thinking like, well, I personally am thinking stick and move because you can evade a person with your feet. Yeah. But then I thought, there's some uncoordinated people out there. So maybe they have a wider stance. They choose their difference and keep their mm-hmm. head back. No, know? because because now... Excuse me. You're not engaging. Right. The whole point, the whole point is to engage and take the person off balance psych- psychologically and physically. When you engage, yeah, just just boom, 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 right? You know, right. you know, because see, the, the the bully operates on on this premise: I'm bigger, so therefore you're afraid of me. No, it doesn't work that way. See, what they don't consider is there's a thing called a principle, right? Why you, you don't breach that principle? You know, you did that. You got to pay the cost. <laughs> you know, and that's uh huh. And, yeah. and a person who is a person who is smaller in stature, who's physically smaller, they 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 know that they're at a disadvantage already, just height uh, size alone. Yeah. See? So that knowing that is a plus. You see, because you operate yeah. on that premise. Yeah. 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 You see. Whereas, you know, if you have long arms and you grab somebody by the throat and hold them there like that, you know what I'm saying? That's right. an advantage too, you know? So you have to work with what you got. Find the advantages in whatever it is that you may be. If you have mm-hmm. great kicks and not punches kicking. If you have- <laughs> Bam! Flick to the eyes and just move back. Right. You can't right. see. Okay, he's over here now. Mm-hmm. You know, stick and move. Get out of the way. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I just kind of got... Not stuck in it, but I was just yeah. kind of thinking within these frame within this framework, what would I rather teach people? Right. So right, right, right. Those those are things that you have to consider. Alrighty then, fantastic. Well, that wraps me up for this. <laughs> all right, folks, check us out at martialartsoakland.com. We're on all the coolest social networks: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. But by far the most important thing, as always, please be kind to yourselves and each other.